Hello and welcome to the Enchantress Society podcast with me, Tia Johnson. Put your muggle life on pause and travel with me to a place of magic, empowerment, and wonder as I interview prominent guests in the spiritual world and spill the enchanted tea on all of the ways you can conspire to craft the magical life you deserve. Always and forever, the Enchantress Society podcast is your virtual coven where I am rooting for you to succeed every step of the way. Hello and welcome everyone. I have a very lovely guest who I cannot wait to introduce to you today for this episode of Sense, Sorcery, and Seduction. We have Mother Mystic and Mother Mystic became the CEO of Mother Mystic LLC in 2016. After initiating her own self-healing journey, she began by creating herbal bath brews and oils to assist her with alchemizing self-sabotage energy. I think we all can relate to that. Good old self-sabotage. After using the products over time, she realized this was the first time she was intentional with prioritizing the life she was eager to manifest, tapping into her own personal power. This led Mother Mystic to create products for others to see with their self-healing and self-loving journeys. After increased marketing and promotion and perfecting her products in 2017, Mother Mystic began offering intuitive guidance services utilizing different divination practices to assist clients with better understanding and triumphing through their uh, life's trials. In 2021, an array of attention oils were introduced, followed by the 2022 launch of Magic Mist products of a practice she calls Central Sorcery. We're going to get into that, which is the art of harnessing the power of fragrance to enhance and elevate the lived experience of its clients. Fusing together concepts related to sensuality, sexuality, and spirituality, Mother Mystic is an intuitive guidance coach and sensual sorceress equipped with more than five years of experience and expertise to equip clients with creating and pursuing the lives they desire to see and become more of the people they were divinely created to be. Mother Mystic, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Most definitely. I've been following you for a while on Instagram and I just love your content. I love what you put out there. I have your sense, which I will show to the people soon. I've been loving, loving, loving them. So I, I want to dive right into this. When it comes to the, the sensual side, I, I very rarely see this happen where someone is able to combine that sensuality, sexuality, and the, the scent to just bring that magic together. So how did that come about for you that you were able to just put it together so nicely? I really don't think that I can take credit for that. I think my ancestors, my guides pushed me to doing this. Um, it's so hard to articulate the process of creating these scents because I smell it before it's created. Ooh. It comes to me before it's even created. Um, sometimes I'll try to sit with myself and say, I would love to create something that smells like this. I can't do it. 
I can't do it. I cannot create something out of my mind that I would like to create, if if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm truly being pushed to create these um, fragrances and scents. So the process is kind of just like listening to my guides, listening to my ancestors, and following through. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it just shows how connected you are to yourself and your ancestors and. For many people, it's a disconnect there. So do you have a practice that helps you to stay connected with your ancestors during this process? Absolutely. Um, It's going to sound a little weird, but stillness. Mm. Really like stillness. And um, I take my spiritual baths and a lot Mm. of messages come through when I'm in just a tranquil state of mind. So when I'm in my bath and I'm tuning out the world, that's where I receive what I call my downloads, my messages. Um, So yeah, that would be like my go-to practice for staying connected with my ancestors and guides. I love that. Yeah. Stillness is so important and it could be hard for some people or hard to to maintain that stillness while they are trying to be still (laughs) so it's it's very uh interesting and amazing that you are able to do that and and to do that even with the spiritual bass you could take it up a notch that is truly truly amazing and when it comes to the the scent so I want to show a couple of scents here because I want people so I didn't know which one to buy so I bought the the kit is is the uh the mixture of things so I highly suggest, and uh, Mother Mystic's website will be in the description of this episode. So I got several here, and I've been loving each and every one of them in their own way. So I don't know if you can see this one here, but this is more the the darker one here. And I've been spraying this one, oh gosh, for the last few days. And as you can see, some of these other ones are practically empty. I'm loving them. So when someone wants to buy one of these amazing scents. I want to say that they're all sorcery scents in a way, and I definitely want to get to Vixen and and all the other ones. Do you suggest that we wear one uh, like every day of the week? Like, is there a process towards us wearing the scents as well? I am pro do whatever whatever feels best. Mm -hmm. So if there's one that speaks to you on Mondays and you just happen to acknowledge that or you start to realize like this really speaks to me on Mondays incorporate that into your Monday routine I like my things to be like free-flowing I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna say this is perfect for Wednesday or only wear this on Thursday I want you to do whatever feels right for you nice love it yeah because it's it's just like man I don't know how to best describe this but it really does feel like a calling and even when I had to run out real quick to the store, I put on my jacket and I still smelled the scent as long lasting. It has that nice lingering. I feel like, um, you know, some of the cartoons where the sexy woman walks in and there's like the trail of fire behind her and she's sashaying. I feel like that. I feel like it gave me an extra boost of confidence. Yes. And I know that's part of what you are about to is to help women dive into their divine feminine. So can you speak more on that and the confidence that comes with that? So as a Black woman raised in the South, I feel like my sensuality and sexuality was, is the word stifled? Like it was, Mm -hmm. it it wasn't, it wasn't supposed to exist. Um, (laughs) It wasn't until I got into my early 20s that I realized how 
how I felt when I embraced my sensuality, how I mm. felt when I no longer like wore clothes that were too big, um, mm. just allowing myself to be seen in my feminine nature. So when I put these scents together, um, I do create them with the intention of like, I want everyone wearing this to feel divine, to feel sexy, to feel, um, to embrace their sensuality, to tap into all these different sexy, alluring energies. Um, just because that, that wasn't something that I got to experience until I was much older. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. It's, it's, it's a, an unraveling of sorts. And it's so, um, it's, it's as if we're going down this journey of discovery and then rediscovery. And then we had this aha moment of, oh my gosh, it's this thing called sexuality and se well, not sexuality, we know that, but I mean like sensuality yeah. and it's multi-layered and we can find that in a beautiful, magical perfume, a scent. And when that happens, it's, it's as if you're more connected with yourself. I feel like I'm more connected with myself when I use your perfume versus when I use uh, a perfume from a store, not knocking the perfume from the store. I just feel like it is that embodiment that's happening that just can't be felt, at least for me, with a, a perfume from a store, like, a, you know, store bar. I think it all has to do with intention. Mm. I spend a lot of time on these scents. They're not just like something that you know, comes to mind and I just push it out. A lot of times right. I'm sitting on these for months before I even share that I'm working on something. I take it very seriously and I let the incubation process like happen. I mm. let, and I think that's why people are able to feel the energy when they're wearing it is because there's months worth of energy going into these products. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a ritual in itself yes. and you're just a walking, yes. sashaying, sensual altar, ritual. Sexy altar. Yes. You're nice. a walking, See, sexy I, altar. I can't even talk about it without going like this. Like it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I love that. Nice. I, I also want to talk about the Vixen and Venom. So how did those names come about? Because I like it. It's like, mm, you know, I like it. So Vixen came about, um, I wanted to create something for myself, right? And I had been spending months like, what am I going to create for myself? My birthday was coming up in a few months and I was like, I want something that speaks to me. So mm -hmm. I'm in the bathtub and I'm like, oh, that would smell amazing. Like I'm, 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 I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll try that. So I'm testing out all these scents, testing out all these fragrances, um, essential oils. And when I finally made it, I was like, whoa, this, <laughs> is, this is like nothing I've ever created before. This is different. I let some people in my family smell it and they were like, this may be the best thing that you've ever done. And they're like, I'm not mm. knocking anything that you've done in the past, but this may be the best thing that you've ever created. Again, I really think that it was because I wasn't trying to create for anyone else. I was trying to create something that spoke to me. And in that moment, I wanted to feel sexy. I wanted to feel over the top and big. I was having my birthday a 
leaving my 20s. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> eh, it gets better. <laughs> but now, now I'm, I'm excited. But at that time, there was a little bit of sadness. Sure. And I was like, look, no, we're not, we're not doing that. And I turned it into a celebration of leaving my 20s. And I think that everyone felt that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I started seeing that me showing up bigger than ever started increasing the hate from others. Um, mm-hmm. Hate from people that I was like really close to. And I lost some good friends and um, I decided to create Venom or I heard to create venom. I was spoken to and was like, you just need a protection oil. You have all mm. of these oils. You've never created a protection oil. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So once I made venom, um, venom has to be something that I, I think I'm more proud of venom than I am Vixen right now because the amount of the amount of people and opportunities and things that have changed since creating Venom has mm. just been amazing. Um, everything, I think Venom created space. Oh, I like Venom that. has been mm-hmm. creating space for everything to leave that no longer aligns with the, the vixen that I am turning into. Yeah. Venom is getting it all out the way. So I am so happy and appreciative that my guides sent Venom to me. I love that. And, you know, it's, it's so, it's unfortunate, but then it's fortunate at the same time when people who you know for such a long time, or you may not know them for a long time, but you just develop a good rapport with them. Don't like it when in their mind, you are surpassing them because you aren't in competition with them. They're in some secret (laughs) competition with you. And so we definitely need that spiritual protection and Sometimes people overlook that or they don't know about it and they emotionally eat or, you know, whatever the case may be, not realizing that they need that energetic protection. And I love that it's venom because it makes me think of also something that's sensual and sexy because I'm thinking of the snake. And it's funny because I actually have my snake earrings on now. So I'm thinking of like this, this like snake energy that's healing, but also don't cross that snake. So it's just like, hey, man, it's just. It, it is, is what it is. You got to protect yourself. <laughs> right, right. It is what it is. And that was the energy. It's like, I'm not going out here deliberately trying to, you know, cut anyone off just mm-hmm. like a snake wouldn't. But if you get in a snake space, you're going to receive the venom. And I think that that's what um, made venom so special. It wasn't this like deliberate F you to people. Yeah. It's more so like a, a safe energy and like, I don't need to go around biting because I, I know that when it's time to bite, I have it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, how does that saying go? It's um, the, the warrior who's, who's a garden is better to be uh, a, a, someone who knows how to fight and to be that defender mm-hmm. and also know the softer side gardening, as opposed to being just a gardener who can't defend themselves. Right. You know, it, it's in you. Yeah. And it's just like, it's not dead. It's just sleep. It's resting. It's, right. it's resting. It's chilling. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, another saying that I heard growing up a lot was like, do not draw your sword to kill a fly. Mm. Like you don't always have to retaliate or respond, but when you know that you're protected, yeah, you, you're good. You can just sit and watch. Cause you know that you're protected. 
your guides are right. going to handle it for you. Right. Right. It's like, you're not, you're not on my radar. Right. <laughs> I can worry about it. So when I, I noticed you have a lot of beautiful testimonials. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things you notice that people overcome just by using your sense? Because I've seen a lot and it is truly amazing what th- the magic is in, inside these and I just, again, I just have a little container. There's a lot of magic in here. So yeah, what are some of the things that, that you notice people are overcoming by using your, your beautiful sense? Playing small, mm. confidence, um, negative self-talk. Mm. Um, you know, I've had a lot of women come to me and say, I used to be so shy. I never spoke up about certain things. I haven't felt the need to speak up and after using your sense, I'm just more likely to say what's on my mind. And I love nice. that because I think that as a society, women are told to just be quiet, like just mm-hmm. be quiet, be pretty, get out the way, yeah. stay out the way. Yeah. Um, I think that my sense are encouraging women to be their most authentic selves. And that sometimes means speaking up and I love it for them. Yeah, that is such a powerful thing because when... <laughs> So many times when we are around certain people, we think, oh, we're going to keep the peace. Oh, I'm going to be the bigger person. And it's okay to do that. But when you take it to the extreme, not realizing it because that's what we've been told or, you know, oh, that's family, right? We tend to be so maybe overprotective of the family that we don't realize how it's hurting us. And by not speaking up, it's also just, it's, it becomes compounding, compounding. So I'm glad that they were able to experience that and really use their voice because it is so important. And when, when I, I think about even times when I look back and see people who I'm not hanging around with now, if they were still around because I didn't speak up, I would be in a completely different yes, space. Exactly. Exactly. I think the sense also encouraged self-discovery. I think that sometimes we don't even know that these parts of us exist until we have somewhat of a permission slip to amplify that or enhance that within us. Right. So, yeah. Like you said, realizing after the fact that like, if I wouldn't have spoken up or if I wouldn't have acted this way, if I would have stayed small, I wouldn't even be enjoying life right now. I wouldn't be where mm-hmm. I am. So, I agree. For with you. sure. And you, you kind of answered a question that I was going to ask you, because I know you said, uh, you know, it was around your birthday and you wanted to create something. So do you feel like with each creation, you change as well? Oh, absolutely. I've mentioned like on my Instagram page, how I feel like my fragrances, my scents, my potions or products just in general are like little timestamps of what was happening in my life or what I got over at that time. Um, because again, I can sit there and try to create something for myself, but it doesn't hit the same unless my guides are like, no, you need to create this. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely little timestamps. And I think even with creating Vixen, I started calling it like my Vixen era. I was entering a Vixen era. So there's definitely this evolution that happens with every evolution or transformation with every single thing that I do release to the public. Nice. Yeah. I, I feel like also when you create something is a little piece of use, I can see that timestamp is just, oh yeah. You know, and maybe it even takes you back a little bit. Like, yeah, I'm so proud of myself. I did that. And that was definitely 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So what would you say would be a scent if someone wanted to just start off somewhere? Mm, would oh, it be the kid or I don't know, a straight vixen? <laughs> I would say, okay. So at first I said Allure because it is um, rose quartz infused. And I always want to just have people just dive into themselves. And I feel like rose quartz is one of those self-love crystals. Um, but if you want to incorporate some other like more spicier or more um, sultry, sexier scents, then definitely get the sample kit just to start off with. Why not get the enchanted samples and try all of them? Because there may be, I've had people say to me, I thought I was going to need this one but when I got the samples, this one speaks to me most. And I'm mm -hmm. like, well, there you go. Um, clearly, you may be needing, you know, this in your life versus what you thought you needed. So samples are always a good thing to, to run to first. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely going to I'm gonna send you pictures of what I have because I got to go to your store and I got to go get the bigger bottles. <laughs> because when, when I use it, it's just I feel like also I'm in a, I'm in a particular zone. Mm -hmm. is I feel, uh, um, as I was saying earlier, more confidence, but also I just feel like I'm more in this, uh, a blend of a protective bubble, a magical bubble. It's just like a blend of things. And I just feel like, again, it's just, it's just thing that I can't quite explain. It's like, it, there's a connection that's going on when I use a base. I use all of them. So, <laughs> but, but each one, I feel, I feel that connection. Good. I love that. I do think that it's somewhat, it creates this this aura of like intention. So I tell people when you're wearing it, make sure that, or when you're applying it, make sure that you have your intention set on what you are applying this for, or just remembering what it is intended for, because they do have intentions or affirmations connected mm -hmm. to them. So you can even set your own affirmations to them. But I do believe that it creates somewhat of like this aura field or um, a shield where you're just so in tune with yourself, you, you're really not focused on outside influences because you're so deep within yourself all through the day. Every time you're gonna get a whiff of it, you're going to remember your intention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is truly powerful. And I'm just looking at these other ones here. So with each one, what I noticed too is that, <laughs> So I I want to I want to credit your scent with this. I mean, the guy could have been on the phone, but I'm going to say this is your scent. I was walking again just before we were about to record. I had to run out real quick, and my jacket that I was telling you about it still had the scent, and it was this this one, and and I don't know if you can see it, but it was this one. I'll send you a picture of it. Um, and the guy just like stopped in his tracks. Like he was just walking with his friend, they were talking and then he just stopped and I, I walked past. So I think he's picking up on that or like, I never had someone just stop. I don't, I don't know if he felt something, but I'm going to credit, I'm going to credit <laughs> your, your, your sorcery sense over here. I'm going to give it to that because again, I never seen someone just like stop. Yeah, I definitely wanted them to be long lasting. So I did do my research on how can I make these long last. I want it to wear... When you walk past the group of people, they say, you know, like I wanted that um, because think about when someone has walked by you, male or female, and they smell good. You're kind of like, who the hell 
simple as that. I've done that. That's true. That's yes. true. A guy who smells good, I go, ooh. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. I want that. I want that for everybody. I want everybody to be that person that is walking around where everyone's like, who is that? What have you got on? That is good. So definitely wanted to make sure that I made sure that these all were long lasting so that you can smell them throughout the day so that others pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. And earlier when I was reading your bio, uh, I spoke a little bit about the, the self-sabotage. So I would love to know some of, the, some of the, the practices you implement to help you overcome self-sabotage so you can make these beautiful creations. I do a lot of mirror work. Yeah. I get in that mirror and I talk to myself. Everything that I wish to hear from others, I speak to myself first. Um, I think that stopped me from sabotaging a lot of things too, because I was reprogramming my mind to not believe these Mm -hmm. bad things that I was telling myself at one point in time or the projections that I was hearing from others at one point in time. Um, So that a lot of guided meditations, a lot of just meditating period, just I'm a very, I need to be within my own energy type of thing. Like F what everybody else got going on out here. Right, right. I am going to be centered. (laughs) (laughs) And not in like a spiritual bypassing way, but just like, I ain't got time for that. I get it. Just, I don't got time. So most of my practices include being still and being quiet. I'm very like, let me shut out the world and let me get in tune with what the fuck I need for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that way I can be of assistance to others, be of service to others. I got to serve myself first. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. I, I love being in, in my space as well. And I like the phrase, not my monkey, not my circus. Like, I, I don't care. I don't, <laughs> like, like you said, I'm, I'm not trying to gaslight or anything like that. It's, there's, it's out of my control. I need to be right here. Yes, I posted yeah. on my Twitter earlier this week, or maybe it was last week. I was like, if it's, if I can't fix it, it's not my problem. There you go. Period. There you go. <laughs> there you go. No, for real. It's just like when people say, uh, speaking of problems, uh, unless you have my phone number, we don't have a problem. <laughs> like, <it's> just... Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I saw, I was watching an interview where, uh, the guys were just talking about, uh, you know, to your point earlier about people when they see you doing, you know, better and then you have to let them go and how people who don't know you have problems with you. And it's, it's one of those thoughts of, but you don't know me, you know, a portion that you see online or someone told you whatever. So yeah, it's definitely good to have those, those things in the back of your mind to remind you and, and have those, you know, women in, in the mirror talks or just talk to yourself and, and really just address that. Right. Absolutely. Journaling, journaling as well. So I can always go back and look at like, oh girl, you was tripping, tripping. (laughs) I'm glad that we're not there no more. Right, right, right. That is empowering too, to go back and read some, some old stuff. But you're like, why were you even girl Bye. like, come on, keep it moving, keep it moving. So yeah. Like those old uh, Facebook statuses from 2008. It's like, 
Uh, I'm just going to delete that one. I deactivated my Facebook because I got tired of the memories. I was like, that's not even a memory I want to have. It was so cringy. (laughs) Some of the stuff that I was saying, like, I don't even want to see it. I want to act like it doesn't exist. It's gone. (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. Especially since uh, phones weren't like it is now. So it would just be, hey, I just want to know what you're doing this weekend. It's like, oh man, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So do you sit back and, and look at what you created and go, wow, I really did that. Like I'm really changing lives. Not until recently, not until I actively started like getting testimonials or asking people for testimonials. Cause sometimes I think that we feel like it's cringy to ask people how they feel about us. Yeah. And it's been empowering to say, hey, what did you think about this? Or, hey, how do you feel about this? And now I've opened the door up to receive so much love and support because I'm asking for it. Mm-hmm. So um, That's nice. it hasn't been until recently where I've been like, well, people really like, people fuck with me. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I'm looking at, I have what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. So you've done quite a lot. I I'm appreciative too because um support wasn't something that I've gotten until recently so Mm -hmm. for a while it was kind of hard to receive like so much love from internet people I'm like this is a lot um but now I'm learning how to take it all in and not let it overwhelm me and just be thankful and grateful gracious yeah it's 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 truly a process, especially when you look at the people who you connect with who are in a different state, in a different country, on on the other coast of the state. You know, it's, it's just it's um it's heartwarming in a way because you know w- when you put something out there, you you would like for people to like it, and when they come back with the testimonials that I've seen you know, on, on your page, I mean, I, I would feel like that would be like mind blowing, like, like, whoa, like I'm really, I'm really out here. Like I'm doing it. Like this is, this is something. Not only that, but then you get to a space or a phase where like the people that you admired are coming to you and wanting mm. to, to work with you. And that's what's mind blowing. Like, I remember when you and I first started following each other, or when I first started following you, I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to be on her podcast or oh my gosh, I would love to just be seen by this person, you know? Mm-hmm. And then now look at this, like <laughs> it's it's mind blowing, it's surreal, but I'm also, I know the power of the tongue. I know yep. that the power of scripting. I know that the power of manifesting or speaking things into existence. So I'm not surprised per se, but I I'm like thankful times a million when things like this happen. Absolutely. And it's so interesting too, because when you put, when you posted like, oh, I would like to be on podcast. I'm like, oh my God, like I told you her on my podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't reach you sooner. It just, it's one of those things where you see someone do something like, oh, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. And I just, I just never thought of it. And then when you say like, oh, I, I want to, you know, get more to be more on, on podcast. I thought, oh, yeah, duh. That's right. right. <laughs> and that again is the power of just clearly stating what you want. And that's mm-hmm. something that I tell my clients or people that I read for is like when they're like, well, I want to do this. I'm like, 
did you tell anybody? Right. Yeah. Did you, yeah. did you tell your ancestors? Did you tell your guys? Did you say it at the altar? No. Yeah. Then how is it going to happen? Who knows to help you? You know? So sometimes you just have to, to say it and then it, it falls in your lap. It's true. Yeah. Sometimes people are really shy. There was one person who, um, I had reached out to this was before the, the pandemic and they were just super shy, but I had went to their event and I went, I would have life for them to come on and talk about it. And the person did, and they were just so, you know, nervous and shy. And I would say, you know, you be yourself is all cool. So, and it's great that you said to, you know, speak up because sometimes people do want that, but they don't think about that because they're shy or they think, oh, you know, I'm going to suck. And I tell people, Go uh, well. It wasn't video back then, but when I started podcasting, <laughs> I had a landline phone, and I would go on Skype because I did like this two combo thing. It was just so crazy. And I used to when I had um when I did when I first started doing videos, I had this little yellow light that sat on the desk from Staples. <laughs> like, you know, got to start somewhere, but right. yeah, but sometimes people don't think about that because of the, you know, oh, I'm not going to be good at it. And I tell people just go forth and do great things. You can always adjust as you go along. What's crazy is two years ago, I would have never done this. I would have mm -hmm. never said that I wanted to speak on on a podcast, I would have never been able to be on here, like with the camera on, I would have been like, is there any way I can just write in a response? Like, can we have a, a written interview? I was so timid and so quiet and so afraid of showing people who I truly am. Right. Um, it wasn't until I just started releasing my products and getting the feedback from people that I was like, okay, there's, there's a reason like I have a reason to be confident. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Like I have a reason to to show up. And since then, everything has just been changing. It's crazy how your whole life can change when you just allow yourself to be who you truly are meant to be. Mm -hmm. That is, it's a kind reminder and profound at the same time. And it's also a series of, steps, building blocks. One, one of the things I tell people uh, when it came to working with a, a business mentor per se, one of my uh, earlier business mentors, she had blue hair, she cussed, she had tattoos. And I was just like, that's my people. I just got tired of seeing what was deemed professional. And, and I got caught in that uh, for a while, just, uh, you know, being on Instagram, just trying to look very, you know, button up, which is yeah, nothing man. wrong with that, but that just wasn't me. And for so long, so many of us have been told what's professional. And then I started asking the question, well, who said that's professional? <laughs> like, how did we get to this point? And oh. what I realized is that when people are more themselves, whether they were rocking blue hair or black hair, it doesn't matter if they can be themselves it's just such a relief and you can connect so much better and you get a better sense of who they are and there's nothing to be exposed. You know, right. people who aren't being themselves and they just say things like, oh, you know, I only do like this one little thing, but it's all cool, right? You know, it's just like, okay, I mean, like, do you, like, who cares? Yeah. But when you are just in your zone and you're helping people and you're genuine with that, you don't have to worry about, oh my God, is someone going to discover that I drink coffee me. on the weekends? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yes. I felt that when I 
about a year ago, I announced like something that was very private at the time, which was that I was a pro-dom as well. Mm-hmm. Once I announced that though, my engagement, my reach, like the amount of people that wanted to support me, the amount of women who wanted to learn more about that lifestyle, like it, it, yeah. it made for better uh, connections. Yeah. Made for like a lot more connections. So you're absolutely right. You can find your people when you're more yourself. Mm-hmm. And you also give permission for people to do that. That's the thing too. We don't know who we are an inspiration to, which mm-hmm. is so crazy when you think about it, because again, you're just, you know, you want to just get your stuff out there and, you know, help a few people make some money along the way, create the life that you love. And then you start opening up yourself more and people go, oh yeah, me too. I wanted to do that. Or I thought that was wrong. Like, no, it was only a taboo because people wanted to oppress you. So it's like, oh snap, really? That's what it was? Right. Perfect. Got you. You're my people. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. It's so important. I know it's cliche, but it's so important to just be yourself, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. Like I tell people all the time because a lot of women come to me. And a lot of women are like, well, I would love to do this, but I don't know how so-and-so is going to feel about it. Girl, mm-hmm. if you don't just do it and worry about what happens, like, right. because some of the stuff that they tell me, I'm like, that's not, that's not a big deal. And I know it's like, I shouldn't <laughs> be saying that, but I'm like, that's not life or death. Like, wear the crop top. <laughs> like, do I can't it. Crap talk, I don't want to like crap in someone's ear, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's true though. It's it's true. like it it really is that big of a deal for some people mm-hmm. until someone goes, no, it's it's not. Right. And it's like, oh, it's not. Okay. Actually, you're right. I can wear a crop top in the wintertime if I want to, or I can wear long nails to work if if I'm not gonna get fired for it. Like there's been mm-hmm. so many things that people are just like, oh, you're right. I I can do this. Sometimes mm-hmm. you being authentic is someone else's permission slip. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and that's how we're going to help out, you know, the world, basically, you know, whoever is going to attract to us. And so you also have a 21 day sensual, you got a little something going on there. So I'm doing 21 days of sensuality. And um, each day, we're just tapping into how to use scents or fragrances in a more spiritual sense. Um, or in like a magical context. So each day I've been posting and I'd like to say this is my first time ever posting 21 days in a row. And y'all, okay, I started it because (laughs) I was like, I want to show people how easy it is to incorporate scent and fragrance into your everyday life. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, but 21 days, a lot of, there's a myth around, it takes 21 days to form a habit. Mm -hmm. So this has also been something for me because now I'm forming a habit of posting, being consistent. And yeah. that's something that my free flowing ass is hard. So mm-hmm. I've, just been, <laughs> um, I've been doing this 21 days of sensuality and the feedback has been, has been good. Um, my engagement is down a little bit, but I'm not worried about that. It's hitting who it's supposed to hit. And I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. That's beautiful. And what I noticed too, uh, with the engagement is that there are so many more people who see it 
And when you see people in person, they're going to tell you, oh, that post, I, I get that. Cause that used to really trip me up in the past. I used to yes. think, oh man, I want to help people and no one's seeing it. And then people, I would just see someone in the elevator or someone, or I would get like a text message sometimes. Oh. And what I learned is that this is personal for a lot of people. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, again, it's like a good thing and a bad thing. When social media first began, it was a lot of students. For example, I was on Facebook when you had to type in the facebook.com when it was college <laughs> students. And now, you know, my, my uncle, who's gosh, I think he's in his eighties now he's on there. Like everyone's on there. The employer's on there. So sometimes I think that, um, it's just, a, it's a private thing for them. And so, but they see it, yeah. they see it and, and you're right. It, it hits the right people. Right. Right. Um, what I've noticed too, is like likes do not in- equate who like impact you know like your likes do not do not indicate who you're impacting a lot of people don't want to be seen in your likes because they don't want people to know that they're into certain things right they're inspired by certain things so right it's hidden (laughs) right no yeah it's it's, yeah yeah it's definitely reaching the right people (laughs) so god i just have so many questions but i don't want to take up too much of your time so when you are creating and, and you finally make your scent, what's your process afterwards? Do you have some downtime? Do you just like, okay, I'm not going to make anything for 60 days. What, what's the, the post work? I sit on it for a long time. And this is something that my friends and my family are like, please stop doing that. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I will sit on a product. Like there's something in the works that I've literally been sitting on since November. And it's done, like it's it's done. I'm just like, no, no. But I, it's not because I don't feel like I'm ready. It's like, I move when I'm guided to move. I right. move when I'm told right. to move. I, moved, I move when I'm pushed to move. And I don't feel pushed to, to drop it. I know that when I do release it, it'll be divine timing, but mm-hmm. After creating it, I usually just sit on it. I usually use it for like daily um, just to see how it's making me feel. There's been a lot of times where I create something and I'm wearing it and I'm like, I don't know if I want other people to feel like this. Like Mm -hmm. maybe this isn't the best feeling that I should, you know, transfer on to people with this one. Um, Maybe this is sacred to me. Maybe this was just for me. Um, but yeah, the, the process after creating something is usually just wearing it a lot, sitting with it, journaling about how Mm -hmm. my day felt throughout, how I felt throughout the day while wearing it. So yeah, that's about it. Just sitting, journaling, reflecting. Nice. So besides the the unreleased material, anything else that's going to come up within the next month or so? Um, I do plan on dropping an ebook for 21 Days of Sensuality to just go nice. deeper because I can't get too deep on Instagram, you know? Right, right. People don't even like to read captions anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to create an ebook for the people who do like to read and do want to know more about it. And I plan on dropping that with, um, within the month of May. Um, I do plan on dropping some more products in the month of May. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's all I'm willing to share at the moment. Exciting. <laughs> you got the exclusive here. There's some good sensual 
goodness coming. I don't even know what else to say because it's just, again, I just, there comes a point where there are no words. It's just like a, a sound. Mm-hmm. It's just like a sound and emotion. It's just, it's coming, you know, it's coming out. Awesome. Any final words you want to tell the people? Any, you know, words of wisdom, anything? I'd just like people to know that you can truly use the power of scent to magnetize, to amplify, to just enhance your overall overall well-being. Um, You know, there are studies that prove that your sense of smell is tied to your emotions and tied to memory. So we can reprogram certain parts of our brain or certain experiences with the power of scent. So Mm -hmm. don't take this lightly, like sensual sorcery. I know it sounds trendy right now, or it just sounds like this new thing, but like for centuries, our ancestors even used certain scents and fragrances and herbs to Mm -hmm. um, like, it, it was sacred. So I just want people to know, be intentional about the fragrances that you wear, be intentional about um, the oils that you apply to your skin. That's about it. Yes, yes, it, our skin absorbs it. So we need to be intentional. Yeah. And again, please go to the website. I'm just loving, loving, loving them all. I'm just looking at them and they just all have such a unique scent smell I, I just I can't explain enough just go to the website and go get the kids start off there yeah. <laughs> it just smells so good and it's long lasting too that's the thing it's it just is a nice lasting uh, aroma that's not overpowering and it's just like oh wow okay all right cool we're, we're good to go it's still here thank you thank you yes it's very very beautiful so thank you so much for coming on the show I just feel more magical more more sensual I love when sexiness and magic are combined I just I just love it it's just um for so long the, the 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 magical woman has been perceived as this haggerty person you know even when she's older like she could be older and beautiful you know and it's just like sometimes that magic woman gets a bad rep so I like that you're combining this as as hey no no you you get to be sensual and sexy and magical yes you know you don't have to be one and then not any other things like no 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 embrace that dive deep into that get connected with that right and and you're just like and I'm going to help you (laughs) I feel like there's nothing more sexy than a magical woman, Mm -hmm. honestly, like, yeah. And it it has nothing to do about looks. It has Mm -hmm. everything to do about her energy, her aura, the way that people respond to her. I, again, I think there's nothing more sexy than a magical person, a magical being. Yeah. I do want to help enhance that in others. Yes, 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 yes. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And Man, when when that happens, it's like a shedding it ha- has been done. And, and and we are aligning ourselves to that raw energy that's within that we are supposed to be tapped into, but it's just been watered down, you know, and all the other things that happen. So I like when this is here to help us bring up that energy 
that that electric, raw, cosmic, sexy, sensual energy and and then go out there into the world and make men stop in their tracks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I had such an amazing time. Let me know when you uh, drop your ebook. I will share it on my, my Instagram and all that jazz. And again, I'm just so excited. And I definitely have to go back on your website and, and get more because I know several are almost gone. So I got <laughs> to So thanks again. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. Um, thank you for allowing this man, this thing that I was trying to manifest come into fruition. So I appreciate you. Thank you. You're absolutely. going to my journal. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And thank you for this. I, I'm a huge fan of sense. So thank you. you. You are amplifying my magical work. So thank you for that. All right, everyone. I am sending you so many blessings, lots of love. You know, I'm rooting for you. Be kind to yourself until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. Visit my website at tiamariejohnson.com to subscribe to my newsletter and be the first to know about upcoming guests and exciting events. As always, I'm sending you lots of love and many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time. Mm -hmm.